1: Podcast Friday Edition for tonight's MLB schedule of games. Hi there, baseball fans. I'm Paul Bruno, and I'm joined as always by John McKechnie In this time slot, we're coming at you today with our best recommendations for your FanDuel rosters for Friday's games. John, any observations you'd like to share before you get going?
2: Uh, We were talking a little bit before the show. We were talking about uh, targeting teams and games that we really think uh, can. Uh, produce a ton of runs and I know that's not really a novel concept but these days it feels like once or twice a day you're running into a team that's putting up a 10 spot on another team so I think uh, you and I are going to be kind of tasked here with with finding one of those teams that that can uh, put up some runs and I think I like the the Rangers going out to Minnesota a little bit Uh, I know they struggled uh, the past couple days pushing runs across the board but I think uh, a trip out to Minnesota can kind of cure cure what ails them a little bit
1: well, and, and I'll counter by saying I like the Boston Red Sox at home against the Angels and Julius Chassin. I think he's the cheapest pitcher on the board, and it's totally on merit when you look at his ERA and his <laughs> whip. I'll be hitting, hitting him hard with a couple of my picks a little later in the show, but he's, he's at the bottom of the menu on merit tonight, and... Uh, I think Boston at home is due for a big run total, so we'll see which one of us is right, and maybe it's a couple of lineup stacks that are possible in, in both of those outcomes. I like, I like your pick as well, and uh, we'll see how she goes. But uh, John, let's go through the projected starters for tonight's games, noting that uh, my club is playing an afternoon game. They'll be starting in an hour hosting Cleveland, the hottest team in the majors on a 12-game winning streak as the Indians visit Toronto, but that's not on our board, so why don't you take it away with the uh, five uh, next starts on the menu?
2: Alrighty, we're going to start us out here tonight with Cincinnati's Anthony Descalfani going to Washington uh, to face uh, Tanner Roark. That's a, that's a 70, or 6.05 Eastern start. Uh, then moving out to Philadelphia, we're going to have Kansas City's Ian Kennedy on the hill going against Jeremy Hellickson. That's a 7.05 start. Then moving up to Boston for the aforementioned game uh, with the Angels, we got Julius Chassin taking his 5.77 ERA into Fenway Park to face Stephen Wright uh, with his 2.18 ERA. That's a 7-10 start. And then we're going to have the Cubs with Jason Hamill going up to Queens to face the Mets and Jacob DeGrom. Uh, really great game up there last night. I'm looking for kind of a similar uh, tight game there. That's a 7-10 start. Then we're going to have Detroit's Michael Fulmer, uh, one of the better young pitching stories of the season, going to Tampa Bay to face Drew Smiley and the Rays at the 7-10 start.
1: And uh, we'll follow that up. Uh, Justin Nicolino was uh, recently installed as a Miami starter today against Atlanta. Julio Tehran, the hard luck uh, guy that on the mound for the uh, Braves. He's got a 3-7 record, John, with a 2.46 ERA can you scream? No run support. Right. Chicago White Sox throw Miguel Gonzalez with a 1-3 mark and a 5.17 ERA against Houston. And Mike Fires, a 5-3 record and a 4.41 ERA. That's 8-10. Then at 8-10 again, we got Martín Pérez in the Rangers with his 7-4 mark against Irwin Santana, another hard luck guy, two and seven. He's got the higher ERA with a 4.64 for the veteran righty. At 8-10, we got Milwaukee and Matt Garza in his second start. With a 281 ERA after winning his first one, and uh, he goes in against Jaime Garcia and the Cardinals at 8:15, and uh, then we got Johnny Cueto, one of the big stars in the National League in, uh, in, on the pitching side of Ledger, with 11 and one mark, going into Arizona against Shelby Miller, a two and seven record there with a 679 ERA at a 940 start.
2: And then moving out to the West Coast for our last uh, late slate of games here, we're going to have a matchup uh, of kind of underwhelming big names. We're going to have Pittsburgh's Jeff Locke going to Oakland to face Sonny Gray. Both of those guys have ERAs north of five. That's a 10 05 start. Then we're going to have Baltimore's Kevin Gossman on the Hill going to Seattle to face Wade LeBlanc and the Mariners. That's a 10 10 start. Then down to Chavez Ravine, we're going to have Colorado with Jorge De La Rosa. Taking the mound against the recently acquired Bud Norris, making his first start in a Dodger uniform. That's a 10-10 start, and then finishing us out for the night. We're going to have the Yankees going across the country uh, with Native Iovaldi on the hill, uh, going against San Diego with Colin Ray. That's a 10:40 Eastern start.
1: Okay, John, let's get into it. Beginning with our starting pitchers, tell us who do you like and why, and I'll counter with my pick. I think I know where you're going.
2: I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to go with Stephen Wright here of Uh, of the Red Sox going against the Angels. And Wright is coming off a pretty tough outing, one of uh, his worst outings of the year against the Rangers. But a start at home Friday against the Angels really should put that in the rearview mirror. And aside from that kind of rough start against uh, the Rangers, he had thrown seven and a third or more innings in four of his previous five outings, and two of those ended up being complete games. So he'll be facing a really punchless Angels lineup that doesn't really scare you outside of Mike Trout. So you really like his win probability. And then coupled with the fact that, like you said, uh, I think the Red Sox are going to be putting up uh, some serious runs uh, after kind of a rocky road trip, uh, losing a few games down in Tampa Bay. I think they're going to take it out on Chaucin in a big way. So Wright's going to be staked to a big lead. Hopefully he doesn't kind of put it in neutral. That's my only sort of worry for, for him tonight. Uh, but other than that, I, I think that he's about uh, as safe of, of a play at pitcher as you're going to get, and at just 9,400.
1: I think I feel equally as good about Michael Fulmer and, and the Tigers in their matchup tonight. Uh, they face a, a Tampa squad that has lost 12 of their last 14 games. Fulmer, for his part, has put together a fabulous rookie campaign and a look at this game. Game log shows how astonishing his numbers are in his last seven starts where he's not allowed more than one run in any of those outings. He was only slowed down in his last uh, start though, John, when he, he came, had to come out after only four and a third innings due to dehydration. The Tigers did the smart thing here and held him back as he makes this start on eight days rest. He will face a scuffling Tampa squad. I told you about their losing 12 of their last 14 games. Throw in Fulmer's 60 strikeouts in 63 and two third innings pitched, and I forecast a big game score for him tonight. And uh, why are we doing this, John? We're we're all about FanDuel and and the support that they've given us here. The MLB season is here, and that means Daily Fantasy Baseball is back. We invite everybody to go to FanDuel.com, where building a team is easy. Just pick your players, stay under the salary cap, sit back tonight and watch your team win. Entry fees start at just $1. Anyone can play. John, I think this is a this is a night where I, I know we talk about sometimes we feel really really good about our lineups, but I really feel excited about the matchups that I find because I found some real good value plays that I can't wait to get into. And uh, I wonder, what do you look for on tonight's board? Are you uh, going heavy at one at some positions, maybe punting a couple, or or do you think your your lineup looks pretty even, Stephen, across the board?
2: I think that there's. A good bit of value to be had across the board here tonight. I think there's a lot of guys uh, with bigger names that uh, that we'll be getting into that I feel like their prices are oddly discounted. And I I noticed that some of your picks are are of that same uh, format where where you know they're a guy that might be an all star, but their price is depressed down to you know four or five hundred uh less than you'll usually see and i think with that you're gonna we're gonna be able to take advantage of some of these matchups here tonight and especially when a lot of these good teams are facing really bad pitching matchups uh bad for the bad for the pitcher i mean uh so i think there's a lot to be had here on this slate here tonight
1: and john we are excited about the partnership that we have with rotowire why don't you tell our listeners a bit more about that
2: Yep. Yep. FanDuel, in partnership with Rotowire, has created the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Championship, where FanDuel and Rotowire are offering an exclusive series of 14 weekly contests for Rotowire readers, culminating in the final on July 10th, so that's uh, next weekend, uh, which awards 15,000 in free prizes, including 2,000
1: to first. And I'm hoping to be a piece of that action. You and I both have tickets to that final, so uh, we'll wish each other good luck. But we're enemies next week, John. <laughs> it's, uh, we want everybody to join over the one million other users who have already won money here. It's never too late to join. Come play with me every day over at FanDuel.com. Go to FanDuel.com. Click the microphone in the upper right-hand corner, use my promo code RWPOD, and sign up right now. We have a special offer for new users. Get a free six-month Rotowire subscription with a $25 deposit. You must sign up with my promo code RWPOD. That's over $60 in value for just $25. Don't forget to use my code RWPOD. Fanduel.com, where every day is a new season. That's Fanduel.com. Sign up today. All right, John, it's time to go into our position-by-position picks. Who do you like? A catcher.
2: I'm going to go with Evan Gaddis here of the Astros at $3,000 going against Miguel Gonzalez. Uh, I understand that Gaddis hasn't been completely mashing of late, but he, he does have three three home runs in his last 10 games, and he hasn't put up a goose egg uh, even once during that stretch, which to me is what's important because he, with Gaddis, you do run the risk generally of having him uh, give you a zero. So for him to, to be getting on base at a, at a regular rate, here over the last 10 days. I think that's very encouraging. And then he's drawing a matchup against Miguel Gonzalez, who kind of started out uh, pitching way over uh, what you would expect from him. He's come back down to earth in a big way. Uh, his last two or two of his last three outings have resulted in negative points on FanDuel. So it, he's definitely prone to getting uh, lit up. And I think uh, Gaddis uh, playing in his home ballpark with his Crawford boxes as a right-handed hitter I think he definitely has the potential here to go yard. Uh, so at three thousand, I really like his price uh, it plus the matchup here.
1: And I'm going to stay in that same neighborhood with my choice of Cameron Rupp of the Phillies for thirty-three hundred bucks. This is a case where I pit a hot power hitting bat. A guy who has three homers and a double in a seven game hit streak against a pitcher Ian Kennedy who served up nineteen homers in only eighty eight and two third innings pitched. That's one of the worst rates in the major leagues. Add in the fact that this tilt goes in the Phillies home park, a notorious bandbox, and we could see a big fly easily in this matchup, maybe two. Short and sweet here, John, uh, with a strong case made, I think. Who's your first case base pick? Uh
2: I'm gonna go with Anthony Rizzo here of the Cubs at thirty six hundred. Uh I'm I just don't remember a time seeing him under $4,000 in the last two months. So for, for him to, to be down uh, to this $3,600 mark uh, when he's facing Jacob deGrom, who is, is definitely an excellent pitcher, but he doesn't, he doesn't you know, scare you off of, of a talent such as Rizzo. Uh, who's a left-handed bat going against a righty. Uh, he has destroyed righties all season, 318 average, an OPS of 1.063, and 13 of his home runs have come against righties. So even if City City Field isn't uh, a real hitter's paradise, I think last night's game kind of showed us that uh, the ball definitely can fly out of there, and I think Rizzo... Can be a part of that tonight here, and he's going to be hitting a really favorable part of the order as per usual. Usually hits third these days, uh, so I'm going to go with Rizzo here at 3,600.
1: And I'm going to counter with James Loney of the Mets for 2,800 bucks. I find a nice way to go cheap here and still manage to find a guy who has the power stroke going right now. Loney's hit safely in nine of his last 10 starts, collecting three doubles and a pair of dingers in that stretch. Tonight he gets the Cubs Jason Hamill, hardly an overpowering pitcher himself who doesn't strike him out many that should play into loney's hands john where i think he's one of the toughest batters in the majors to strike out the ball's going to be in play here with a chance for more than one safe knock in this lefty versus righty matchup i do believe and that's a pretty nice price tag for that to all happen your second base pick
2: uh i'm gonna go with Jurickson Profar here of the, of the rangers going against the twins and irvin santana uh, like I said earlier in the podcast, the, two, the Rangers are going to be looking to kind of get back on track, uh, and the best way to do that is to face the worst team in baseball. So I think that Profar, even if he doesn't hit in the in the heart of the order, I don't think that really plays against him per se. Because I mean, the Rangers rolled out a lineup yesterday where Eugenio Odor and Mitch Moreland were the seven and eight hitters. I mean, that they just have ridiculous talent uh, from one to nine. So. Even if he's hitting in the 6, 7, or 8 hole, I really think he's going to be able to take advantage here. And then uh, throw on the fact that Profar has really been crushing right-handers uh, so far. I mean, his slash line is 415, 441, 646 against right-handed pitching. And Santana uh, definitely isn't one of the, the giants in terms of uh, right-handed pitchers anymore these days. So I think that Profar is going to be able to take advantage of that matchup And at 2,900 uh, that's really, really cheap for him, for especially for what he can do, so I'm going to go with him.
1: I'm going to counter with Brian Dozier of the Twins, uh, John, at second base. He comes into tonight's game on a 12-game hit streak during which he's also displaying plenty of pop with six homers as part of 12 extra base hits. When I consider all these numbers, I'm shocked that no fewer of thir- than 13 other Keystone batters will cost you more on today's board than his price tag. It pays to go shopping deep in the FanDuel menu of options here today, John. What makes his case even stronger is the opposing pitcher is Martin Perez, another hurler who's been by no means a strikeout artist, fanning only 47 in 96 and two-third innings pitch with a whip of 139. My thinking is here, if you get Dozier this scenario, it, he's going to score big points. So I like this, a good value play. He's in the mid-3000s three, three for the price tag. So I think it's a great, great price tag for all that good bit of news around him. Definitely. Your uh, third base pick.
2: I'm going to go with Todd Frazier of the White Sox here, going back to that White Sox-Astros game down in Houston. Uh, Frazier homered for the second straight game Thursday, and I don't understand how this exactly worked out, but his salary dropped by 800 bucks, So he was, I think, 4100 yesterday. And I think that, that could have had something to do with the fact that he was playing on a smaller slate in the afternoon. So a guy a big bat like his might have carried a bigger price tag uh, as compared to a full 15, 14 game slate like we'll have here tonight. So I think Frazier at 3,300 uh, with that pop upside is really uh, hard to ignore at this point. And, uh, you know, looking at the fact that he's going against a guy like Mike Fires, you're not particularly afraid of gu- of using batters against Mike Fires. And then uh, he's in Houston, like I said about Evan Gaddis, Frazier's right handed bat. It's got those Crawford boxes, uh, very shallow, left field, you can get a cheap home run that way, so I like Frazier here at $3,300.
1: And uh, I'm on the counter with one of my favorites, he seems to be a staple every time we do this show, John, Adrian Beltre at $3,700. For those listeners who listen to us every week, they won't be surprised when I put Beltre in, Beltre in my lineup again, but... As always, I'm going to build the case and tell the story. He's on an eight-game hitting streak with 11 runs and 10 ribbies in that stretch. He has also got a long history of success against twin starter Urban Santana, where he has five homers and only nine strikeouts in a 60 at bat, historic sample. This is yet another matchup of a a theme that links a number of batters in my lineups. You give power hitters the chance to have a high contact rate, and they will hurt you. is another tough power hitter to strike out, and I certainly don't mind paying up for him right here, John. Your shirt, third uh, shortstop uh, pick,
2: excuse me. You're good. I'm going to go with Brandon Crawford here of, of the Giants. Uh, I just like the, I like Crawford's recent, recent production, and I really like the matchup here. Uh, going against a guy like Shelby Miller, uh, who, who may be making uh, one of his first starts back from the DL, he's struggled a good bit, and I think Crawford, uh, he's he's really started to turn it around uh, at the plate. He's got... Uh, three double digit fan duel performances in his last four games, and yet he's only 3,400. I mean, he even hit a home run out in Oakland last night, so I mean, that, that shows you the kind of uh, degree to which he's locked in at this point. And he's going to be going down to a pretty hitter friendly park in Arizona. I think he's going to, and it's a place that he's comfortable playing because he, you know, as a division rival, he knows uh, all the dimensions. I think he's going to be able to put up some serious numbers tonight in the, that Giants lineup for. For a bunch of guys that you wouldn't think uh, are really going to be putting up a ton of runs on you, they, they really do have that kind of uh, volatile upside. So I'm going to go with Crawford here at 3400
1: Well, and off the top, I talked about the team that I thought was going to score big runs tonight. I'm going to start hitting on some of those players with uh, Xander Bogarts of the Red Sox for $3,300. This price tag looks too inviting to me for a guy who is- Put up an average of 12.9 fan dual points per day in, in uh, regular play this season. A guy who's hitting 342 on the season with a 393 OBP. A guy who's facing the cheapest pitcher on today's board, Julius Chassin, Chassin who I've talked about earlier with his 564 ERA and a 149 whip. Uh, For his part, Bogarts has has certainly cooled off only slightly from his long hitting streak a while back, but this looks like too big a discount for a great young hitter against a pitcher who uh, FanDuel agrees is not uh, worth uh, looking at tonight, except for the balls that might fly over the fences when he serves them up. So uh, let's swing into our outfield picks, John.
2: Yeah, I, I gotta say before I get into the outfield picks, I definitely agree with Bogarts. I think he might be the overall best bargain on the board tonight at 3300 uh, When I was starting to write up my, my shortstop pick, I, I started writing Xander Bogarts, and I saw that you had kind of beaten me to the punch there, and rightfully so, because that, that name definitely jumps out uh, when you're looking at, at the slate, especially at the shortstop position. But going at going at uh, the outfielders here tonight, I'm going to go with Nomar Mazzara uh, as my first guy. He's not overly expensive here tonight uh, compared to what you, what you can find. Uh, for him, he's only at 3,100, and for a lineup that I've mentioned is extremely uh, potent, uh, for, to get a guy that's hitting third or second or third, usually third in that order, it is something that you want. And then he, he's a lefty that draws the right handed matchup against Santana. I think that's just kind of too good to pass up. That's a really great discount for him. Uh, then I'm going to go with uh, Mark Trumbo. Going against Wade LeBlanc, he only has, I believe, one start under his belt. And I, I know that Safeco isn't exactly uh, a great hitter's part, but I think Trumbo's going to be able to figure him out, uh, this new guy. Uh, and I'm just not really worried about you know, him uh, him at all. So I'm going to go with Trumbo at 3,600. And then I'm going to go w- uh, with Melvin Upton Jr. Uh, at 2,600, going against uh, Nate Eovaldi. He's been really prone to the home run, and and it seems like uh, Melvin Upton has been able to kind of refine his home run swing of late. So I think that uh, at 2600, uh, that's really a, a really nice deal for, for Upton who, because he's either going to be hitting leadoff or he's going to be hitting fifth in the order. Uh, so I, I think, you know, going against the road wary Yankees uh, that just had to do a cross country flight uh, and kind of a the gas can of a pitcher these days, a little bit at least, uh, I think 2600 for Upton is a nice way to save some coin.
1: Excellent picks, John. Um, I'm going to counter with Marcelo Zuna of the Marlins at 3600 bucks. This guy's evolved into one of the game's bright young stars well on his way to a career season this year. And I bought into him today because of the nice matchup history that he has against Braves hard luck starter Julio Teheran. It includes 11 hits in 30 at-bats with only four strikeouts. That's indicative of seeing Tehran's pitches better than he does most other hurlers in the majors because Ozuna is otherwise prone to the strikeouts. So I like his chances based on that sample size and the good success that he's enjoyed there. And I find this is a pretty good price that I can fit in. And then uh, I'm going to go back to the Red Sox with Jackie Bradley. For 3500 bucks. when I think of Bogarts, like I did earlier, I also think of Bradley. I kind of think of these guys as twins. And the same messaging applies when making his case today, too. I find that he's a very productive batter who's cooled off a bit from his long hitting streak as well. But he has a couple of multi-hit efforts in his last five outings, still showing extra base. Hit and uh, homer potential in that stretch, so don't forget about Chasen. And as the lowest-ranking pitcher on today's board, Boston is my pick for a double-digit run total. And I think Bradley and Bogart's going to be a big part of that. And I'm going to round out my roster with uh, Yasiel Puig of the Dodgers for 3,300 bucks. Boy, how the pundits have soured on this guy, John, uh, <laughs> an, an enigmatic outfielder. I run him out there today because he still has all that power-hitting potential, and he's come off the DL and reeled off 11 hits, including a homer and a double, with only four strikeouts in his last. Nine starts. He also gets a favorable righty versus ma- a lefty matchup against Jorge De La Rosa, who was pitched a little bit better of late, but still sports a 647 ERA and a 164 whip. Before we go any further, though, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to say to our listeners, uh, I'm uh, doing my part of the show in Can- from Canada, where we're celebrating the country's 149th birthday. And uh, John, that's why we did this a little bit earlier in the day. Thank you for accommodating me. But uh, of course, Happy Canada! Day. But thank you very much to all our Canadian listeners too. I want to wish the very best. And uh, before we sign off, though, I got to get your pick of the day, John.
2: I'm going to go with Rizzo. Just that that combination uh, of price and, and recent production. I, I just think that that going to be able to take advantage here, uh, going against the right-hander that he's had success against uh, in the past. He does have a home run off of Jacob Degrom. Uh, I'm just not I'm just not worried at all about Rizzo, uh, even with that that, that sort of uh, marquee uh, pitching matchup on the other side. I just really feel like. Uh, I feel very strongly that he's going to be able to, to put one out uh, this evening, so he's my lock of the day.
1: And uh, I'm going to counter with Brian Dozier. I, I think I, uh, at 3,100 bucks, this is a matchup, of a, vet, a vet, veteran hitter on a hot streak against a pitcher who puts the ball in play with a high degree of regularity. That works in, in uh, Dozier's favor every time out, I think, and I'll say... Uh, a lot of money there to pay up elsewhere. So that's, uh, he's one of the cornerstones that gave me flexibility along with my cheaper pitching choice. And uh, it afforded me the chance to get some good matchups in my favor with the other uh, batters that I've slipped in here. So, John, I, I can't wait to get out and celebrate with my Canadian friends. Uh, I wish you a great uh, long, long weekend and uh, the best to you and all our American listeners on July the 4th. We look forward to getting together and having a a little bit of a celebratory toast in Las Vegas next week when we get together with our Rotowire brethren. So uh, there, there you have it. For John McKechnie, I'm Paul Bruno, and we wish you good luck with your FanDuel picks. Come back to listen to our podcast on a daily basis to get an edge on the competition. So long, everybody.